0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Fantasy Dating Radio. I am your host, Suzanne Casamento. I am a dating expert, the author of Dare to Date, and the creator of Fantasy Dating Game. I am so excited, not only because it's the middle of the week and I'm getting closer to Friday, thank you Jesus, uh, but because I am going to be talking with Jen H tonight. She is a single LA woman who is daring, one of the ultimate dares that we've ever heard about. And as you know, we're all about daring to date here at Fantasy Dating. And she has challenged herself to go on 100 dates. So we're totally excited to hear about her progress, how it's going, what inspired her to do the whole darn thing. It's going to be super, super cool. Uh, She'll be on with us in just a few minutes but until then uh all you disney fans uh today's your lucky day because apparently a new site was launched for disney fans a dating site exclusively for disney fans called mouse mingle so if you always wanted to if you always wanted to find your mickey mouse match you are in luck mousemingle.com was launched today In other dating news, we've got Jen on the line, and I'm totally excited to talk to her. Hi, Jen. How are you? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm so excited to talk to you. Likewise.
0: I've been looking forward to this.
1: Me too. Me too. All right. Well, let's dive right in. What inspired you to create your 100 Dates Challenge? Well, you know what? It's kinda of funny. I just
0: um had this idea earlier in the year, like I wanna do some sort of dating project. And I wrote it on a task list of goals for the year, but I didn't really know what that meant or what it would look like. Um, you know, like what, what is a dating project? Do other people do these things? I have no idea.
1: Yes, they but do. I
0: decided to <laughs> um do they? Okay, I mean you did, clearly. So clearly, I... <laughs> That works out. can be the only and, one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm glad that people are, you know, kind of on board with your mission, getting out there, not complaining, but kind of making the changes that they want to make. And so I just decided that I was kind of frustrated and, um, you know, wanting to take responsibility for, like, okay, what what am I doing? Like, what patterns do I have? Uh, maybe if I can kind of date more intentionally, I can learn about myself as well as about the opposite sex. So um, that's kind of how 100 Dates was born, and it's been an adventure so far.
1: That's awesome. So are you doing 100 – is it 100 dates in 100 days, or is there a time frame on it, or is it just 100 dates? you know what, I wanted it to be in 100 days. It's probably going to be in like 300 days. I feel like it's going to take about a year. I've been
0: going on a date maybe like every three days, sometimes more, sometimes two in one day. And then other times, you know, like we just had Thanksgiving. So I gave myself the week off. (laughs) Um, I do have, you know, like a little bit of a backlog for my blog. I have like four entries that I haven't published yet. So I'm kind of trying to, you know, feed them out to keep, Keep my readership. Keep people interested.
1: Yes. Yeah, speaking of your blog, of course we're gonna, you know, tell everybody where they can find you at the end of the show. But right now, will you just tell people where where they can find your blog?
0: Sure. It's one hundred um, written out in numerals, so one zero zero dates dot Weebly. It's W E E B as in boy L Y. It's like the word weekly, but with a B instead of a K. Um and that's dot com a hundred
1: dates dot weebly dot com awesome, awesome, just in case they want to check it out while we're chatting um so so going back to what you were saying about um dating more intentionally and sort of uh recognizing patterns or things that you were doing before are, did did you have you been able to sort of um discover any patterns or things that you were doing before that maybe you'd like to change? I
0: have, you know, what? I think I kind of walked into this with a sense of like, you know, I really, I think safety is a key value for me. Like, I don't think that's yeah. something I automatically assume off the bat with people. And I think because of that, I've kind of often attracted like, just people who weren't aggressive with me, um, you know, which kind of is a good thing, but this led to like, me being in love with a gay guy, or me you know like just people who are not available um mm-hmm. and so that um that was kind of like a little a little thing that I had context for, and you know looking back at people that I've had romantic connections with prior to the project, but um I kind of you know I'm kind of discovering like oh i I am attracting to a lot of like more passive people, and what is that about me? That like both attracts to that, but also like pulls that towards me. Like, why are they attracted to me as well? And I don't necessarily have an answer. But I'm, you know, I'm still in the beginning of the project. I've gone on like 14 dates so far, so um, still kind of doing some of that self-examination and realize, you know, realizing like there's something good in that. Like, like being attracted to someone safe is good. But what I'm, what I kind of realized this week actually is that if I'm always attracted to someone who I perceive as safe by being unavailable to me, that's actually not safe because then I'm going to get hurt, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh,
1: so, ooh, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. Just something that I'm kind of processing and sorting through and working on. And then also, you know, like getting more experience with guys who are more um, assertive and more clear and all of that or who are more available has been good in this project. And, you know, I'm a little – like cautious or shy about that, but I'm realizing like that doesn't have to be a scary thing. Like assertive doesn't mean that they're aggressive or, you know, like not everyone has crazy intentions. So um I think I yeah, I do think that I'm starting to be more open to different types of men.
1: Fantastic. Speaking of men, my co host Ryan just walked in. Hi Ryan. Here I am.
0: <laughs> hey Ryan
1: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is Jen. What's going on? Hi Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were <laughs> nice just talking to meet about you. <laughs> We were just talking about her 100 dates challenge and uh and so far she's been on about 14 dates or so and um and one of the things that she's been uh really interested in 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 doing is discovering some of the patterns and things that, you know, she's sort of been doing in her past and trying to do different things right now. Okay. Okay, yeah, so that's where we are all right, so catch
2: me up real quick. so are you doing you're you're going on a hundred dates over the course of a hundred days? you're trying to go on one date every every night?
0: You know what that was sort of the original inception of the idea, and then I realized that a I would collapse <laughs> and b that sort of was stealing like stealing away from the purpose of it by just like cramming randoms in. It wasn't really giving myself the chance to kind of breathe and get to know these guys for real and Try and see if there was a real connection, you know, like at the end of like yes, this is a project that I'm doing, and I have this blog, but at the end of the day, the heart behind it is to really get to know myself and get to know myself in the context of the opposite sex, so I want to give it kind of the space to breathe, and what I said to Suzanne was, I've been going on a averaging maybe like every three days I've been going on a date, so um, still getting to know a lot of people still getting out there, but hopefully in a more reasonable time frame so. I'm expecting it to take about a year, uh, unless you know, unless I win the game, and then who knows what will happen.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay, so that was going to sort of be my follow-up question, which was what happens if you really hit it off with somebody? If you go out on a second date with that person, does that count toward your 100-date challenge, or is it 100 different dates over the course of whatever your time period is?
0: You know what, I actually have gone on several second dates. So far out of the 14 dates, three of them have been second dates. and That's interesting. Yeah, it's great. It's kind of actually, I think, more helpful in terms of the learning process because some of the nerves aren't, you know, like as present on a second date. I think people relax a little bit more. The the person feels a little bit familiar. And on a second date, um, I mean, I think people are still on pretty good behavior on a second date. But overall, I think the more that you get to know someone, like the more time you spend with someone, the more you see of who they really are instead of just how they present themselves when they feel like they have to be on their best behavior.
1: Yes, yes. We call that first date person your representative. (laughs) Totally. And I'm guilty of it, too. I mean, this is not an accusation, and by any
0: means, I think everybody kind of does that.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Wow. So that's good. So you're a bunch, you've already been on a bunch of second dates. So and but then I'm sort of answering your question Ryan. I would assume that you know if you if you start dating someone seriously, you're going to call off I mean if you fall madly in love with someone, right? You're just going to consider it the 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 ultimate win fantasy dating style and drop out of the game, right? I think
0: I would probably have to, you know, like, I think, for me, this goes back to the safety thing I was talking about before, but I am not someone who dives into a relationship. I'm not a girl who just wants the title of girlfriend or something, you know, I'm kind of a little more discerning and selective. And so I would need to spend probably like 15 to 20 dates with someone before wanting to make them my boyfriend, assuming that I had just met them through a date rather, you know, it's different if you know someone in your regular life or something, but um, so, you know, that, and that's a good chunk of these dates. So I don't see it, the project ending super abruptly anytime soon, but Mm -hmm. I am very open to, you know, if I'm chronicling the beginning of one or two possibilities, or if I'm just meeting as many people as I can until I find someone who feels like a good fit.
1: I I love that you're taking your time. I love that you're just, you know, sort of doing the research because it's the only way to figure out what you do and you don't want in a partner is to to actually go through the dating process. So I love that you're doing that.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, and I do think like I, you know, I shared before about I'm learning a lot about myself and things that I kind of want to grow in and stretch myself in. But I'm also, I am, like you just said, like figuring out certain qualities that are like, oh my gosh, like... I didn't realize that that was so important to me or, Mm -hmm. you know what, I thought that was important to me, but I can actually live with that. That's not as big of a deal. And, you know, just kind of like figuring out those personal preferences and really figuring out like who would be a good match and a good fit.
1: Yes. Yes, because a lot of times people, you know, they think that they have a type, they think that they they know what they want, and then they get that type or they get, you know, into that situation, and then it ends up being like, yeah, that's not really what I wanted. I thought I did, but, you know, so. Right, like, uh, oh,
0: how how is this not working? He's great on paper. He's my perfect type or something, you know, <laughs> and it's like, well, maybe not.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Maybe not. So how are you meeting all these people? Are you users? Yeah, that was going to be my next question.
2: Go ahead. No, I was just going to say <laughs> right. like how are, like w- what are your I mean, I have so many questions because I want to know <laughs> not having any idea about this thing sort of previously. Like I want to find out one, yeah, I want well first I guess that we could just go ahead and go with that question. Like where are you meeting people? How are you meeting people? Are you using the internet uh at, and or friends or family or all of the above or what's what sort of the? What yeah. What are
1: you doing?
2: Matchmakers? All
1: right.
0: Well, my I haven't resorted to matchmakers yet, although I am kind of intrigued by the idea.
1: Um, oh, I have a great matchmaker for you. Ooh, all right, we'll talk let's today. talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I My primary source is actually just my personal network. Like, originally, when I thought about this project, I was a little embarrassed of it. Like, oh, what if I can't find, like, a hundred people? Like, what if no one wants to go out? You know, like, just all of those normal insecurities, I think. Like, is this realistic? Um.
2: And so then you looked at your I, Facebook page and saw that you had 1400 friends.
0: <laughs> exactly. No, that's actually true. And then yeah. there's this group of women that I'm in um who are just like kind of butt-kicking, creative, smart, interesting women in LA and I I don't know most of the women in the group in real life, but I think there's like 18,000 of us in this group. And so I posted something on there just to kind of see if I could get any nibbles, like, hey, do you guys know any great guys that are willing to be set up? Like, here's what I'm doing and here's why I'm doing it. And, you know, I was like, well, this is sort of anonymous. I don't know most of these people, so I don't have the shame of, like, putting it out there to my personal network if it fails or if it's not going to be possible and then I got great feedback, and this woman at work who I didn't realize was in the group came up to me the next day, and she was like, you know what? I have guys for you. I know, like, five great single guys that I would be happy to set you up with. And that was sort of a turning point for me because I was like, well, if she knows five and that's only from one person, then 100 is not that inconceivable now.
1: Wait so, a minute. Are you using the group for, for yeah. like, all of your dates? <laughs> All right, I'm, no, I'm that my, was just my, this. like, tomorrow. initial
0: test drive of, like, am I going to be, like, laughed off the internet? Like,
1: what's going to happen,
0: <laughs>
1: you know? You have Oh, sorry, tomorrow, go ahead. Tomorrow you're going to see me post the same thing.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, do it. <laughs> I will totally set you up. I'll, <laughs> I'll you send you, pick? like, yep. the ones that aren't a fit for me.
2: <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Got it. No, you know, I see some swaps.
1: like kicking, creative single type. <laughs> yeah, Ryan just asked, are we in the same group? And I said, yes. Well, that, And actually, I saw I saw a post about her 100 dates challenge, and then I reached out to her saying, would you like to be on the show because we'd love to hear about your, your challenge? So that's an awesome idea. You know, it's funny because with fantasy dating, one of the things that we're always saying is, you know, ask for referrals, uh, meaning right. it's just like sales. You know, do you know anybody oh, who's absolutely. really smart? Oh, well you know, cool and funny and loves to ski or whatever it is that you want to do. (laughs) And, and because people know people and people love to set people up. So you going on the group. So that's just it, right? Like, I don't like
0: what, something I've learned from this is like, I should have asked to be set up sooner because everyone wants to be a part of someone's love story. Like I had no idea, but, all these people have come forth. And, you know, it's actually been more of like the people in my broader network than actually super close friends. And um, those dates, I think have kind of been some of the better ones because they do, they know something about you and some of those things that can't be communicated on paper and like a dating profile, but they can see where like there might be common interest or attraction. And um, yeah, that's been really fun. And so after I kind of, to that woman from the girls group at work, I was like, okay, this is probably feasible. And so then I did reach out to my personal Facebook network and explain what I was doing and ask people to set me up. And I think that I would say that's been kind of the best source of the dates so far.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Good for you. Okay,
2: so I have to ask, since you accessed your personal network and there were several people... I'm sure that we uh friends of yours of the opposite sex. Did you find out that there was anybody that had, like, a secret Facebook crush on you that you since have been out on a date with?
0: <gasps> oh, yes, course. I have. Um, you guys can check out date number eight on the blog. I
2: totally had
0: an experience like that. Wrote all about it. Um, that one was actually titled The One Who Caught Me Off Guard because we've been friends for a little while in real life and sometimes have coffee or drinks or whatever, and we were at coffee and – um he expressed interest in me and I just had no idea but because he was on my Facebook page he already knew about the project so it made it really easy for me to say well here you know here's what I'm doing and are you comfortable with me writing about this experience and kind of you know getting um making sure that everything was all everyone was comfortable and everything was all squared away in that sense But, yes, and then I've had a couple people approach me from my real-life friends as well who I just kind of, you know, haven't really seen any sort of, like, potential romantic connection, and, you know, that's always a bummer because you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, especially if it's someone that you already like and that you're friends with and that you care about, but I do think it's been a good experience for me to get better at being honest and also kind, you know, like kindness is a value, but I think sometimes we can, like, sacrifice honesty. And so it's just been, like, a growing process for me of being able to have those conversations.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it it sounds to me like um, having a really solid set of kind of ground rules in place to begin with probably is super important to the process of what you're doing. And so I guess that would be my next question. Like, what sorts of ground rules have you set up for yourself uh, and for – or for the people that you're, you know, going out with because they're part of your personal network or professional network or whatever, I just kind of be curious to find out um, a little bit about sort of your thought process going into a date beforehand um, and the sort of ground rules that you set up on that.
0: Oh, sure. I don't know if I have a great answer for this because I think a lot of the way I operate is sort of intuitive and gut-driven and does feel okay or just feel uncomfortable. But, like, you know, in the moment – I did have a friend kind of point out, like, hey, like, there's a lot of sort of, like, significantly older, like, inappropriate kind of people coming forward when I posted this thing out there. She was like, why don't you give it some age parameters? And I, you know, I thought about that, and I was like, that's a good idea. And so I wanted to, keep a wide berth and like a wide range of guys so i was like all right minus five plus 15 um so that means i'm 31 no one under 26 no one over 46 and oh, my that's...
2: weird uncle martin is 47 that's my uncle are you... martin are
0: just not meant to be like you just missed the cut off <laughs>
2: yeah that's, but that's fine i mean the parameters are parameters what are you gonna do
1: <laughs> i know thank I actually... you for respecting them i appreciate that. <laughs> I think I have a guy. I think I. I think I have a referral for you, but after the show. All right, I'm excited. <laughs> this is exciting. so much fun, Ryan.
2: All right, so minus five plus fifteen. What else?
1: Um, I
0: guess you know that's kind of the main one, and then I kind of like I kind of go in knowing that it's. I think that an important thing to know your own boundaries on are physical boundaries and. I just, I'm not super comfortable being physical with someone that I don't know pretty well. Like sometimes a first date kiss will happen and I will give off my signals if I want that to happen, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, or I'll give off if I think that they're giving me the signal and I'm like, no, then I'll give off my, oh, not right now signal. So, um, yeah, but I just, part of this is like really about getting to know people. And I think it is important to hold back physically somewhat, um, In that sense, because I'm not looking for a purely physical relationship, I'm not looking for a hookup. And so, um, again, that is something that's sort of gut driven in the moment. But I just have a general game plan of like, okay, I'm not going to go home with anyone. And I'm not, you know, there are just certain parameters to kind of set yourself up for success in that way. (laughs)
1: Do you you have a sort of, like, standard first date? Like, do you do a coffee date? Do you do a drink date? Do you do the whole dinner date? Do you – I mean, or does it depend?
0: It totally depends. I love when a guy takes initiative and makes his own suggestion. And so, um, so far, I haven't repeated any venues on the dates, which is also, I think – Helpful and impressive, but i do cool. i something I love about dating is that it is social and it is kind of experiencing something with another person, and so it's been really nice to have experiences that are distinct and different from one another and it also helps me keep the guys straight in my head a little bit um I created a spreadsheet just in case but (laughs) um (laughs) but no I don't have a standard protocol I just think it's much more interesting to kind of just see where life leads
2: so uh my next question then would be do you fill in the people who you are going out on dates with that they will later be blogged about such a great great question. question.
0: So far I have filled in every person except the first person because I for some reason I like wasn't sure that day if I was starting the project or not. Like I was kind of hemming and hawing about it a little bit. And then I ended up having two dates that day and I was like, Well, you know what, you need a hundred. Like it's time to just dive in and kick this thing off. I think I was a little hesitant at first because I didn't have all the rules and all the parameters figured out. But that's actually been such a huge part of the learning process for me. Um, One thing that I learned was I told someone too early and without enough information, and he totally was—he bailed. He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, like, no, I'm I'm not comfortable with that," and we never even made it out on the date. Um, Oh wow! So since then, I kind of have decided, like, yes, I do want to tell everyone, especially because what if something, you know, what if this progresses to something? I'm not going to be on like our ninth date, like, hey, by the way, I've been blogging, you know, like, there's just weirdness <laughs> with that, so I don't want to, you know, set myself up for failure in that way
1: or, like, make by the anyone way, uncomfortable. Post number, yeah, by the way, your post number 19, 22, and 28, you know, like,
0: Exactly, guy right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to be, like, respectful and careful about that. I don't usually tell them about the 100 unless I think they can handle it, but um, it's more of, like, a Hey, I'm doing this self-discovery project and blogging about dating and my experiences dating, what I'm learning about myself, what I'm learning about men. Um, and people have overall been like pretty cool with it. I think the problem with explaining it as like the hundred dates are just like upfront, it just sounds so gimmicky that I think the heart of it g- can get lost if they don't hear like the why I'm doing it and. A lot of people who have read it have actually been like, oh, wow, this is really sincere. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there that's very snarky or very derogatory about the dating process or the opposite sex. There's just a lot of people kind of, and a lot of it's funny, actually, if you read it, but it's negative. And I just, you know, that's not what I want to put out there. And so um, I think mine is just a little bit of a different take on dating in a city like L.A. that can be hard, but you know there's a lot of good people out there and
1: um i lost my you train know, of thought, but so <laughs> no, that's i'm, I'm going to fill it in you can only imagine the reaction when i tell people that i created fantasy dating they're like yeah, what I bet. You know, <laughs> and first you know i mean the first reaction is what is it you know and what what right. what you know it doesn't go over very well so um <laughs> So, but 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 like you, I mean, I usually, I mean, I just because the the question naturally comes up, what do you do? And so it's right. oh, I created a dating game, and then it's sort of like, what do you mean? Um, so at least in that context, if I get it out of the way early enough, and I, and they keep talking to me, I know they can hang. <laughs> like absolutely, <laughs> that kind That's of thing. So but
0: true. Just- but the, at the end of the day, I think like what I kind of realized because I was like, well, I might lose some people with this, but if they don't see me in it and where, like, my good intentions are, where my heart is, then they're probably not the right person anyway, you know. And I think it's the same for you. Like, your kind of mission behind why you started fantasy dating is such an inspiring and positive thing, and hopefully someone would understand that and be supportive
1: of it. Thank you. Yes, no, I agree. And and really, if you don't get it, you're not going to get me anyway, so we're not going on a date. So it might (laughs) have saved you some trouble. (laughs) You know, it's like bullet dodge All right, so i have to follow
2: up i have to follow up with like a two part question okay. so the two part question is it do you spring it on the dudes that you're going out with before you go out on the date or is it a during the course of the date you let them know hey this is sort of what i do and are you cool with it and then the second part of that question is are you concerned or at least aware of how men in that situation may present themselves differently knowing that it's going to be put up on the internet later as opposed to wondering if, you know, they're presenting themselves in sort of a genuine way?
0: Oh, that's a good question. You know, I, it's the second option. Like I said, when I tried to jump the gun and explain it before getting to the date, the guy ran away. So I was like, well, clearly that's not effective.
2: <laughs> right. Okay.
0: Um, And I did feel like this need with that guy to be like, no, 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 and try and explain myself more. But I was like, no, just let this one go, Jen. Like, all right, it's okay. Um, But I generally try and wait for an opportunity on the date for it to come up naturally. Um, And that usually doesn't happen until at least like three quarters of the way through the date I think that's when people sort of start asking a little bit about each other's dating experience or I'm also a writer and so that comes up a lot and sometimes that provides an on-ramp for me to say oh I also blog about my dating life and here's what I'm doing um I haven't really thought much about people altering their behavior knowing that I would write about it I'm very much like are you comfortable with, you know, like I would never, if someone told me they were not comfortable with it, I would never ever post about them. Um, But I kind of look for like if somebody is too excited about it, like if they're like, oh my God, do you want to take a picture together for your post? I'm kind of like, no, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I don't, it's not to like, as much as it's not intended to, Gossip about anyone. I'm very like non-specific. I I don't use anyone's name or identifying information like that. But it's also not a platform, you know. <laughs> so yeah, um, I do think you know that there are a lot of people in a city like this that is very like yes, media like and that can be great in certain contexts. But that's not what I'm looking for in my dating experience. So you know, just a little thing to keep in the back of my mind.
1: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, we live in a city where you have to submit a headshot to get a job waiting tables. Like it's, you know, I'm just curious about (laughs) how people feel about the sort of exposure that may come with being blogged about, whether they are, you know, someone who is, obviously you're not using names or identifying information or any of that type of stuff. But I was just, you know, I'm mostly curious about feedback that you've gotten based on um, people knowing that they would sort of be on the interweb in some capacity.
1: Um, it's kind of interesting because Ryan's take what you said about what um, uh, do people worry about what you might write about them? Uh, I, I kind of thought, do, do people knowing that you're going on 100 dates? Do they almost, you know, sort of, are, do they feel like a little competitive? Like, Oh, you know, are, are the other guys better <laughs> than me? You know, are, I, I'm going to be cooler than the other guys. Like, I don't know that I, I kind of got the idea for a second, or the or the question, you know, d- d- does it? Uh, I mean, could it even be more attractive because it's almost a competition? I you don't know, know, I've
0: wondered about that a little bit too, and I mostly don't tell them about the one hundred because, again, I think it makes it seem like I'm not seriously looking for a partner when I am. But um, see, I think that. And by the shows way, like I think everyone thing. dates multiple people on their quest, just most people are, like, less, like, a about it, you know? <laughs> But, know, um, but I have, I, again, I have had a guy be like, oh, I hope I make it onto your blog, and I'm like, well, as long as you consent to make it onto my blog, you're going to, you know, <laughs> like, um, but I have been surprised from my personal network, who are kind of all reading the blog and following the journey, I've had people say, you know, like, oh, well, if I was single, I would try and be one of the dates or something, you know, and just things like that, and um, or people who have tried to, and just realizing, like, oh, maybe this isn't as much of a deterrent as I initially thought. Like, maybe if someone wants to go out with you, they're still going to want to go out with you. So um, that's also made it a little less scary, because one of the practical considerations of the project, there's something really magical and amazing about doing it in semi real time, like releasing the posts like a few days after the dates have happened, and while I'm still communicating with x guy or y guy or whatever um and just also getting a lot of like opinions and feedback and other people's personal stories. but um you know in another way, I thought it would have been easier to do the whole thing and then release the posts one day at a time after I was done. Just because then there's no risk of the guys, like, getting, like, finding me online before we've gone on a date and freaking out or something, you know. Um, but I decided to go with kind of the live, the more live experience. And so far it seems to be working out pretty well. I mean, if I've scared anyone off, they haven't, except for that one guy. Maybe I never knew about it because they haven't reached out to me. <laughs> so, you know, if if they googled me or something and found it and were freaked out, i guess i just would not know about that missed opportunity.
1: So, can we talk about some of your experiences, like some of the dates? Like, you know, what's what's the good, the bad, and the awkward? Do you can you tell us some stories?
0: Oh my gosh, sure. I'm trying to think i actually like had tried to think of some other stories besides what's on the blog. I I just have had a lot of weird things happen in Dating circumstances. This is not one of the ones from the project, but I once went on a date with someone to Catalina Island. It was a first date, but we'd been friends for a long time. And we decided we were going to go tandem parasailing, which is basically where you get on a little tiny boat and then you get strapped into a harness with the other person and then they sort of like lift you into the air and pull you on the boat. So you're like suspended in midair. And when we were on the boat ride to Catalina initially, he had said to me, hey, Jen, like, I just want you to know that I get really motion sick. So I brought all my Dramamine. (laughs) If you need anything, like,
2: you know, (laughs) I've I've
0: got it. If you need ginger tablets, I'm your guy, you know. (laughs) Like, it was almost like a romantic comedy where in the first act you set up, like, okay, this guy gets queasy. And then, like, cut to later in the day we are – suspended in midair, strapped together, and he starts throwing up, and it's a first date. (laughs)
2: I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) Like, Like, on you?
0: Thankfully, no. I think the wind was going the other way, but I didn't really know what to do, and so I was trying to kind of, like, rub his back and, you know, see if he was okay, and he was kind of like, don't look at me. (laughs) just I think it was embarrassing for both of us, but... We survived it. We remained friends. He's now married to someone else. So, um, so alas, there wasn't a second we, date. We did not survive the throwing up. Um, in but any sort of romantic side, capacity his
2: plans <laughs> vastly improved after that. <laughs>
1: Right, like, I feel like, like you know, sick. like...
2: Let's go on a boat to Catalina and then take a parasail <laughs> trip. That sounds like a... <laughs> <It's> the worst <laughs> idea ever. Oh it just sounds so romantic, though,
0: right? It was like, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm probably going to, like, fall in love. This is so romantic. And then it was like, no, I'm just going to get puked on, and that's really? going to be the end of it. Let's
2: go to the reptile exhibit at the <laughs> L.A. Zoo. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Stupid.
0: <laughs> well, again, like... I want every date to be distinct. I want to have experiences. you know. I don't just want to be in like the same Starbucks every time. <laughs> but sometimes it gets a little too distinct. But those make the best stories. So I think it's a win either way.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. That's one of my favorite date stories ever. What else? <laughs>
2: yeah. So b- because we are a fantasy dating show and ultimately we are trying to encourage people to date successfully, what would you say are some of the things that uh guys that you have been out on dates with have done successfully uh on in, in a first date scenario That's a great question
0: Okay so one of the ones he was date number 3 did something that I was so impressed with which is he sent me an email with like three different options for what our date could be it was like and they each had like a cool and clever title and it was like one was like I forget what it was, but it was, like, just as kids or something, and it was a Dave and Buster's date, like, being kids in the arcade and um, eating chicken fingers and, you know, like, that kind of thing, and then
2: mm-hmm. one, I
0: think, was, like, a Calypso date, and it was walking on the beach in Santa Monica and... I think there was like a bike rental component, which I was too afraid to do on our first date. But (laughs) I was like, I see too many opportunities for that to go awry. But we kind of adapted that one, and we went to Cha Cha Chicken um, down there in Venice. And
1: and, yeah, it's delicious. I'd never been before. Um, Amazing, spicy. We
0: tried jerk chicken for the first time. So you know, I think that's another part of dating is kind of embracing. the the life experiences and the adventure elements. But, yeah, I just was very impressed with his planning skills and how much thought and effort he had put into it. And at the bottom of the email, he was like, I know that some people feel stuck when they're asked to make a choice. So he's like, I only did this to be serving to you. But if you feel uncomfortable choosing or if you have other ideas you want to throw in, like I'm totally on board with any of that as well. And it was just like, what a great way to take all pressure off of me in
1: all directions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah to give you some options and then say, but, you know, hey, I'm cool either way. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, right, that's
2: pretty
1: great. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so,
0: and I, you know, like, I have dated a lot of people who are very, like, fly by the seat of their pants, and so that was one of those moments for me where I was like, you know what, I actually really like this, like, someone who is more of a planner. That's, you know, something for me to figure out if maybe that's a better fit.
1: Awesome.
2: I just have like this vision in my head of you sitting in your room compiling like a spreadsheet of all of the pro characters. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a Google have. doc so that so I that can that access
1: day, it from anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like a, oh my God Google Docs. It's
2: like matrix for super date. And then eventually like one guy is going to hit every characteristic and there's going to be, like sirens wailing and. Really. Oh, I should do a spreadsheet
0: like that, like of all the qualities, and then they get like an X in the box if they met it, and like a frowny face if they fail. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to scare anyone away with that.
1: <laughs> don't get, scared. don't get scared. So have I did a- have a
0: funny. Another funny thing happened, which is I think that dating also brings out, like, other people's observations of you that you might Mm -hmm. not necessarily be aware of. I, you know, again, writer, I have a little bit of a nerd side, and I – like, a situation that I was upset by – unrelated to the guy I was with happened on one of the dates and then I did all of this research to figure out how to solve this problem and I was you know I later on a phone call was telling him like oh and then I learned this and I found this online and blah 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 and he goes it's kind of hot that you did all this research and I just cracked up because I was like no one has ever said research was hot before you know like (laughs) nobody has ever at least said that to me and so I just thought it was funny but I was like oh okay like I you know like My own lens is like, oh, I'm a huge nerd, but for someone else, that could be a turn on. Like, who knew?
1: Yes, totally. Wasn't he an engineer or something? (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't, incidentally, but smart guy, so I guess it makes
2: sense. Very cool. Until it goes the other way, and they're like, wait a minute, how do you know everything about me and my whole family and where I live and where I work? (laughs)
0: Well, I use my research research powers for good, not for stalking, so I think (laughs) it's going to work out okay. (laughs) That is interesting, too, though. There's a guy that I met through an app who came in, and I work on a TV show, and he told me on our first date – Oh, I used to work with the director of your show on this other show, and I was like, "Wait, how do you know who the director of my show is?" And he was like, "Oh, I, you know, I took some information from your profile, and I found you online, and um, so then he knew like the name of the TV show I work on, and people that I work with, and just some other details that I don't know. It just blows my mind how much information is really out there.
1: Mm, yeah, it's a little. It's a little creepy. I mean, especially because when you're on a profile and you're not really using your full name or or anything, and then they can find you. Right. I I was
0: like, I don't have my last name on there. Like, how did you do that? And he was like, oh, it was ABC Family Show. And, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Which, like, I didn't know if it was creepy or flattering. Like, like, oh, this could go either way. We'll see what happens. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: Did you go on a date with him? I did. I've been on two dates with him, actually. He was pretty cool. Oh, good.
2: So it turns out he's not creepy. He's so using far. the internet for good, not evil. <laughs> yes,
0: for good. So he's also so using his good. research powers for good, I believe.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. So have you? So we've discussed funny dates and 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 good things. Have you had any um any terrible dates or awkward dates? I mean,
2: besides getting puked on, that's pretty awkward. Oh yeah, that <laughs> yeah that
1: was awful. Right? Yeah, never
0: mind. Um. Fine. The first date that I did for the project, I had this, like, oh, no, what have I done? I have to do 99 more of these because I kind of, you know, like, I'm a busy person. I'm an overscheduler. I put too many things in my day. But I told this guy, like, hey, I have somewhere to be on the other side of town at, like, 3 o'clock or whatever time it was. Um, So he knew that I had a hard-out time. And the date was just kind of strange. Strange. It was entertaining. It was a funny conversation. But at some point, we started talking about what books we read. And I like to read a lot of books that are autobiographical. I love people telling their own story. And so that was something that I mentioned. And he was telling me about a book he was reading, an autobiography, and told me the entire book. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, like, how do I leave? What do I do? Yeah. There's no, like, room for me to even interject here. And if I get an opportunity, I'm going to have to use it to say, that sounds really interesting, but I got, run-, you know, <laughs> Just like, what do I do? So I have oh, this wow. giant purse, and I, like, moved it into my lap to give a visual cue that it was getting close to the time I needed to leave. And eventually he picked up on it, but it was not right away. And, you know, at some point he was like, oh, right, you need to leave. And he was actually really sweet about it, but um, – I don't know. It's just one of those me being like, oh, my social etiquette is telling me not to interrupt, and I don't know how to get out of the situation. <laughs> oh
1: my
2: God! Like those little things. <gasps> so I, I was that's, hoping there's that learning was end
0: in thing, that really. too, you know, like how to guard your own boundaries, I guess. But I was hoping yeah,
2: it was gonna was end with her coming. interrupting. She was gonna be like, "Hold chapter seven. Seriously, gotta go. <laughs>
0: Seriously, gotta go." No, the embarrassing part is that I was like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, I gotta go," and we hadn't like paid or anything, and he was like, "Oh, I've got it. Don't worry." And then I felt. Horrible that I was like rushing out of there, um, but I had to be in Venice at three o'clock. What are you going to do?
2: <laughs> well, and you know that speaks to a really good uh, point that Suzanne and I have made multiple times on this show, yeah, which is about first dates and giving yourself an out always because first that dates I think can be exceptionally awkward uh, mm-hmm. if you if you aren't familiar with the person or if you don't have sort of a and I think especially for people that are, you know, dating online as opposed to people that are being set up through their own personal networks or social networks or whatever. But, yeah, right. having a hard out, I think, on first dates is super, super important because it gives you the opportunity to be like, I'm not being rude. I really just have some place to be.
1: Yep. Right. Totally. I absolutely agree. Always have a hard out.
2: Which is probably Always have well. a hard
1: out. Leave them wanting more.
0: You know, it's a good strategy for multiple reasons. <laughs> yep.
1: Yep. Um so what are your tips? Your dating tips. Well actually I, I actually have a, I, kind of a different question. If someone okay. if someone were about to or wanted to do the a similar kind of challenge, um what advice would you give them to sort of gear up to to, to actually do this besides creating a spreadsheet? <laughs> <laughs> spreadsheet is clutch. Um I think
0: that for me one of the like most amazing learning like, pieces of insight has been how many people there are one or two degrees of separation away who might be really compatible. You know, like, just reaching out to the personal network and asking to be set up um, has been interesting because, A, I just, again, I didn't realize how willing people were to do it and how excited they actually are to be a part of that. And then the second part of that being that, again, a lot of those have been better dates than, like, Bumble or Happen or whatever. And I think that is because the person knows both of you, and so they see a common thread. And the
2: mm-hmm. conversation
0: starts off less awkwardly because you can talk about your common friend. But ultimately, I think usually there is some sort of, like, values compatibility or shared interests that might lead to a connection
1: well, and a certain element of trust too, you know. Because Absolutely. If you're so-and-so's friend, then then obviously you're someone who's worth that, worthy of my time.
2: You know? Yeah, I mean, I think well, it goes a- both ways though, because then there's a flip side of like you don't want to let your friend down because the date sucked.
1: Are you kidding me? If I if, if Lauren set me up with someone, and and it Lauren's didn't my work wife, out, by
2: the way. Yeah, Lauren's my wife. <laughs> and it. And if it worked out, Context. I
1: would roll in here and go, I cannot believe you set me up with that guy. And it would be fine. See,
0: I know. I think there can be, like, funny back and forth, too. Like, of course, you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But I think most people are understanding. Like, they're hopeful, but they're like, and it's okay. You don't have to feel obligated to like them, or it's okay if it's not a connection. You know, I think most people are pretty understanding of that. Um, I think also my dad always was like, well, you didn't meet someone in college, and you didn't meet someone at church and whatever, you know. And so he always, like thinks that I have no hope, but, <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: yeah. you tell he, him that there are he did miss- bring up a
0: good point, which was that like married friends are probably wiser about who they set you up with. And a lot of the good setups that I've been on have been set up by friends who are married. And so he's like, you know, they just understand what it takes and kind of like what might cause compatibility. And, um, Who knew? Dad, full of wisdom, despite his lack of belief in me.
1: (laughs) And that goes back to what you said earlier about everyone wants to be part of someone's love story. Uh, You know, married people love to matchmake. I mean, everybody loves to matchmake. Don't get me wrong.
2: That's because they don't get to go on dates anymore, just FYI. It's because they're living vicarious. Well, and I think
1: that's part of
0: the the blog, too, is I think people love, like, having that vicarious experience if they have already progressed past that phase in their relationship
1: yeah yeah but you know everybody wants to see everybody happy too, so I mean the key is is really asking. People get so shy about asking, but once you once you ask, people really do wanna help, so absolutely,
2: yeah. Now I feel self-conscious. I forgot that my wife listens to this show. What I meant to say was they don't get to go on dates with new people ever. They get to go on beautiful, wonderful, romantic oh, no. dates. Oh, He's overanalyzing. Love,
1: baby. Now, now, you, now you have to take her that's on what I know. the ultimate date night. Now
2: I'm going to have to take her on 100 dates in the next year. and that's gonna...
0: you're, You know what? You're going to have to, and maybe we'll run into each other. <laughs> and then know. I can blog about
1: it. <laughs> And Lauren's going to be super happy because of you, Jen. Oh, my gosh.
0: Everybody wins.
1: Everybody wins. That's awesome. Awesome. So what other uh, uh, tips can you give the audience about, you know, what you've learned thus far through the process?
0: Oh, my gosh. What else can I tell people? Um, I think that a big – like, okay, so this is going to sound maybe controversial, maybe not, but –
2: don't I worry think about that you. we're not shy we're here. We love <laughs> controversy. Fantasy. Get theory. ready. Com. Give it to I us. I
0: think that <laughs> I think for a single woman, dating multiple people at once is the way to go. Um, I think that you, you, it just chills you out about everything like you're not freaking out because you're not like oh my god all my eggs are in this one basket I hope this turns into a relationship like I hope this works out and I have to backbendingly accommodate the other person to make sure that happens you know like no like that's not helpful like just be you and go on a lot of dates and know that you have options and like that reminder that you have options is encouraging and I think you kind of make better choices when you're kind of coming from that mentality and it also builds your confidence because you're like, oh, there are multiple people who could be a good match for me, multiple people I could be a good match for, multiple people who could find me attractive. And then being confident, I do think you attract better people and people who are more suited to who you are because when you're confident, you're behaving like yourself. And so, um, yeah, I just want to encourage people to to get back out there if they aren't. And that's been one of the coolest things about the blog is friends contacting me and saying like, "Hey, like I'm inspired now to get out there myself." Or a friend shared my blog with a coworker who'd been divorced a couple years ago and she hasn't I don't think dated much since and that coworker told her like, "Hey, this girl inspired me like I'm going to start dating again." And you know just there's some Like, my experiences are specific to me, but there is something very universal about them. And I think that's really exciting to see how other people are kind of, like, coming alongside me and going through the process, too. And I think that that's another piece of advice is, like, remember that you're not the only one going through this because sometimes it is crazy. <laughs> so, like, just knowing that, you know, you're dating in community, you have people to talk to, you have people who are also going through these experiences and can relate. Um, I think that's important. And I guess just like tapping multiple avenues. Like I, again, like my favorite is being set up, but I have gone on some really good okay cupid dates and I did go on one really good Bumble date that led to a second date and you just never know.
1: Yeah, you never know. And I think I think uh I, I think you're so right because the idea of dating multiple people is so important because if you come from a place of scarcity and you come from a place of oh, did Ryan call? Ryan hasn't called. When's Ryan gonna call? When's
2: he? I mean, there's nothing I never call, I just ghost. I'm straight up ghost.
1: <laughs> Ryan <But, out>. laughing. There's nothing sexy or attractive about that at all. You know, but I mean if you have multiple things going on, I mean and the fact that you you can actually be unavailable. Uh, when somebody hits you up, it's way more attractive. Well,
2: and newsflash, uh, all of you ladies out there in listening land, like I, none of my single friends or I mean me when I was like no single guy that I have ever known ever in the history of ever has been dating one girl until he's like dating one girl. Right. I don't know if that makes right. a lot of sense, but makes it's like all the sense in the until world. you until he's been out on a couple of dates and he's like, oh, wait a minute, like this might actually be like a real thing. There's not a guy that I know that isn't, you know, talking to three, four or five different people at a time. And so I think that that in some ways is different you know, or has been sort of traditionally different between members of the opposite sex or whatever, but like, or maybe, and maybe it's just even been more sort of socially acceptable from the guy perspective than from the girl perspective or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, you're right. No, girls should be outdating multiple people because guys are outdating multiple people until they make that determination that it's like, that's the person that they're dating.
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's really healthy. I think it's good. (laughs) The other thing is, that's funny, is like, I think that I guess this speaks to like the confidence or something that kind of comes from the process. But part of it is like it shifts your vibe a little bit. Like I went to a Pete's coffee the other day and there was this gentleman who was a few steps ahead of me who was about to go in. And I sort of just had this like thought of like, if I look at him, he's going to open the door for me. Even though I was behind him, I just like, thought that that was going to happen, and I looked at him, and he opened the door for me, and he ended up buying my coffee, and we had a really nice conversation while we were in line, and, you know, it's just like, people are everywhere, like, nice people are everywhere, you just have to kind of, like, be...
1: You're like a fantasy dating billboard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, Incredible. It is, though. It's like, you know, like if you are doing your thing, then like you are more attractive. And if you're yeah. aware of your dating, then you're kind of more open to people and you're kind of more curious about engaging the opposite sex in the coffee shop or in line at the grocery store or just wherever, you know? And I think that is great. And
2: Definitely. if you're a guy and you're not a douche, you just open the door for the girl that's behind you, too. So let's take that little piece of advice as well.
1: Well, that's true. <laughs> <Yes>. Yay, <laughs> <Yes>. non douches. <laughs> Yes, that is true. It is true, but uh, but you're no, you're absolutely right. It's all about being open to it, you know. And that means put your phone away, and smile, right. take a look around. Oh yeah, that's huge, right? <laughs> oh, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, but it's all about the way you carry yourself. And once you start dating, you, you, you suddenly get a little taller, a little more confident. You're smiling more. It's just there's a little dip in your hip. It's this thing that happens. So yeah, yeah. that's what it's all about. Well, bravo to well, you.
2: Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's Thank awesome, you. Man. Thank you so much for uh, giving us a call. This has been really great.
0: Yeah, this has been really, yeah, this really was great. Yeah, has been fun. Thank you guys so much for having me.
1: Oh, thanks for coming on. Will you tell everybody again um, where they can find your blog and also where they can follow you on Facebook and Twitter?
0: Yes, my blog is 100dates.weebly.com. It's 100 100dates. dot w e e b as in boy l y dot com the word Weebly it's like weekly but with a b (laughs) and then the Facebook page is facebook dot com slash one hundred dates project it's one zero zero again one hundred is in numbers and then dates project and my Twitter handle is at one hundred dates blog
1: and uh, all of those bl- all of those links are on uh, the Blog Talk Radio site. They're on the fantasydatinggame.com dot com site, and they're also on iTunes. Wherever you're listening, all of those links are 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 there. So uh, so check her out. Check out Jen. Follow her because this is really a fantastic voyage. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh God, cool. Well, thanks so much, you guys. Go on dates. Going. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <clears throat> It'll be awesome. So, thank you so much and I'm going to uh I'm going to contact you off the air about that date I'm going to set you up on. <laughs> I'm super excited. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. All right, thanks you guys. Have a good night. You Bye. Too. Thanks Bye. Jen. Bye. Bye. How awesome is that?
2: She's, she was great.
1: She's inspirational.
2: Yeah. I can't wait to go read her blog. Now. I know. I, I want to find out not just what Jen has learned about dating, but what Jen has learned about herself. Ah, oh, you see, this is gonna be good bedtime reading for us. It's gonna be
1: fantastic. Yeah, she was awesome.
2: I'm also now scrolling through uh, the 100 dates so far to make sure that she uh, has not popped into the establishment at which I work. It doesn't seem that she's been on one of those dates there. Yet. Oh, you have to tell her to come in there. Well, yeah, oh, we'll talk to her be about it off air. Oh, we'll I know, but see, okay. but then it might be weird because then I'd be like doing a weird observational thing that. Might just totally like ruin her. Might throw her off. I don't know though. You know what? Because it goes back to the other thing too, like be friends with the bartender, right? Always be friends it's always with the Always a really good strategy Rule if you're a single one, girl dating. The bartender knows everyone in
1: the room. Yeah. Make friends with your bartender. We have
2: really good intuition too. So like if yep. you sit down and the guy that you're sitting with is a turd, I'll just tell you he's a turd super fast. Yeah. And then it can save you the time. Oh yes. Yeah. You, Absolutely. Get a, you get a cold, you leave fast, it's fine. You get a cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh.
1: suddenly come down with a cold. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. Fantastic. All right. Well, this has been an awesome show. So thanks to all of you for listening. Um, thanks to Tao Sound for our amazing theme song. And please, if you enjoyed the show, please share it. And uh, next week we'll be back Same time, same place. We're actually going to be talking to uh, the creator of Spectrum Singles next week. And it's a site that helps people who are on the autism spectrum find other people and meet and date other people who are on the spectrum. So it should be a really interesting conversation. And I'm pretty psyched.
2: That sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, sounds awesome. So until then, uh, maybe... Maybe prepare yourself for a 100-date challenge. Or just go on one. Just one. Just go on one. Just go on a date. We dare you. <laughs>